Hello, everyone. Welcome to Start Small, Think Big, a podcast that celebrates social innovators and business leaders who do small things that have a big impact in our community. Thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Marley Lewington. I'm the founder of Strategic Kindness, a creative studio focused on helping nonprofits, social enterprises, and businesses tell their story so they can do more of the good work they do best. I would like to introduce today's guest, Leslie McDonald, owner of Plant and Curio. We'll be talking about the ups and downs of being a business owner, the joys of owning houseplants, and what we can all do to support local. Okay, so welcome, Leslie, to the show. Appreciate you being here today. Sorry to take you out of your little tropical oasis that is Plant and Curio. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I did just pop out, um, you know, in between potting up some plants, and it's a perfect time to take a little break. Uh, what's that? What's that three today? Uh, okay, so I did just post it in our Instagram stories. Uh, someone came in with a really cute little vintage cat, and then oh. we found like the perfect little plant to go in it, and uh, we potted it up, and it was super cute. So when, how, where do you find your vintage? They oh, actually yeah. came in with it, um, oh. just like here's my cat planter. What can go in here? My bedroom's low light and you know dry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to meet these requirements. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so sometimes it's that you know someone might have a plant that they want to pot for, or someone might have the perfect pot that they need the plant for. Mm, that's yeah. that's a, that's the dilemma. I sometimes I'm like I end up with uh, empty pots, and I'm going, ah, I just need to fill this with something. Yeah. Don't yeah. need to be in here yet. Yeah. But so, how did you get into wanting to own a plant store? Okay, so um, I've always um, had houseplants. It's kind of just a thing in my family. Like if you're, you know, like a long line of family cooks, it's kind of like a long line of houseplant um, owners, you know. So I just grew up thinking like your house has, you know, all the furniture and you have all the plants as well. So, you know, even from my first apartment moving out, you know, my aunts and my grandma would just give me like here's a plant here's a plant every time you visit they're like here's a plant take it home like they would have propagated you know a jade or you know just whatever they're propagating and they send you home with one in a cute little pot so I kind of started my collection pretty early and you know we're always like helping grandma water the plants and stuff like that so um and when to not water the plants you don't want to water grandma's plants without asking right (laughs) she has a very strict schedule she's been following it yeah so that had always been just like kind of a lifelong hobby and something that I had grown up with but um kind of the retail side of it is that I've always worked in retail um so like you know in high school right out of high school um always um in retail in some way or another, whether it's, you know, like part-time while you're in school or like full-time for a while to just like, I'm just working full-time at, you know, wherever. I worked at J.D. Adam Kitchen Company in the Glebe oh, for yes, about okay. ten, 10 years. Wow. Okay. Um, and sometimes it was full-time, sometimes it was part-time. And uh, I always had this joke when people came into the old shop where it was so small and it was like, they're like, how do you pack everything in here and I'd always say have you been to JD Adam (laughs) like that's how I learned how to pack a lot of things into a small space um so yeah I've always worked in retail and also have been a maker so you know like just different things over the years uh stained glass for a while so I was making stained glass um with my little like design name the cutting and I was selling that at goods shop um, oh, yes, I remember. 
Yeah. And so it all kind of like my several hobbies and like, you know, job experience uh, over the years all kind of came together at a certain point um, when I found myself. I had just accepted a job. I had often been, you know, like a, a retail manager or a buyer, stuff like that. And then I had accepted a job at a company that I worked for one day and I just like hated it. Oh. Like I really couldn't, I needed the job, you know, you have to pay rent, yeah. everything like that. Um, and I just could not with this job. Um, what about it? Did you just hate it? Just, it was, just wasn't a good yeah. fit for me. Like maybe the next person would be like, this is an amazing, it was, they had actually a good pay. They had a great like compensation plan, benefits, okay. everything, but it just wasn't for me. And I knew it right away um, oh, okay. after the day. Um, so I literally like worked the day, went home, like flopped down in bed and was just thinking like, I have to write this email telling them like, I just can't go back tomorrow. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's actually one of the, one of the first times that's ever happened to me. Usually I'm just like, I'm just gonna, you know, like make it work, but <laughs> yeah. And then eventually you're like, you know, you probably, there's things you like about it and whatever, but in this one time, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And, uh, I lived on Somerset, um, a block away from my old shop and I would walk to go do my laundry um, on the block of 619 Somerset where um, oh, there's right a laundromat. Yeah, there's a laundromat there and I'd always walk past there, you know, going to get food or going to get, you know, whatever. And there was a little shop that I've been a tailor for just as long as I can remember. I've lived in Centertown since I was a teenager and it's always been this, you know, the barbers and then the tailor. Yeah. My husband got his uh, like wedding suit vintage wedding suit tailored at this tailor literally right as they were shutting down that was like the last thing that he got tailored there and so it was just a tiny little dark place that you might not have really noticed but when it was for rent I just kept looking by this rent sign and I was like I always kind of you know wanted my own shop and especially having worked in retail for so long um, you know, you're just over the years, you're just kind of like, what would I do if I had my own shop? In fact, at yeah. JD Adam, because there's people that have worked there for 10 plus years alongside, you know, we'd have a little joke when you're kind of bitching about like, <laughs> oh, I do it this way. They're like, well, it's not LA McDonald's on the, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, fair. like, so you just kind of think over the years, like, you know, I would do it this way. And it's not that one way is right or wrong. It's just, you know, you want to do like things. You have your dream of how you would do it if it was yours. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I saw this little place and I talked to the barbers and just, I normally wouldn't have had the guts to do it, but I was just so like, I'm not going back to that other job. And I just had that, that one burst of like, um, what's the word when you <laughs> I just had guts in that one moment to just be like I'm just gonna go for it and so I just rented the place and um with my partner Jen I called her and luckily uh we had talked about you know um doing something but nothing had really we just talked about it all the time right, yeah. just called her and I was like hey do you want to do this and yeah just like here's the thing do you want to do it and tell me now because yeah. I'm gonna I'm writing a check um <laughs> and so yeah we just went for it and uh okay and and then just 
you know, I'd set up stores with previous bosses before from, from like nothing in the store. So I just used kind of that experience and just did it my way. And, and then just, uh, I've just been winging it ever since, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I did have, you know, like 20 years of retail experience, but, um, this is my first time like doing all the things that you don't see, like getting, getting the licensing and getting, you know, your permit and doing all these things where I feel like if I didn't have that, you know, fire under my butt to actually like, like I have to make this work kind of thing, then you just kind of look at all the things that you have to do, the the hoops you have to jump through, the obstacles. And I feel like at any other time that might've been like, okay, like I'm just going to do something like a little bit less of a commitment than that. Right. So uh, it was just the right moment. Wow, that's really interesting. And how long is planting cured? You don't know. Two years? Um, two years? Yeah, like two and a bit. Two and a bit, yeah. 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 What have you learned over the last two years that you never thought you would experience and learn in a retail setting? Um, just, like, it, it can be really challenging owning your own business. And often when you fantasize about it, um you know, you know, like, oh, yeah, it'll be hard. And you just say that to yourself. But I don't think you people really get before they do it, how hard it really can be. Um, and just, yeah, just just that, like, just the, the full gravity of the whole situation. <laughs> you just kind of become aware of it sometimes. And, um, you know, on those days where you feel like, confident and you can take on the world yes. you're like I'm cool at this like this yeah. is what I signed on for but on on the days where you're you're feeling a little beat down or you know whatever it it, it can be like whoa <laughs> like like overwhelming yeah yeah it can be overwhelming where you know yeah yeah but but ultimately but ultimately you know you, you can probably get back to a place where you can remember why you did it and right. you know like all the positives all the positives yeah and so that's what pushes you through those like tough moments of, yes like, oh my gosh this is such a headache yeah yeah or just yes yeah, so, just so many things like um, you know, when you work in retail, you work in a business, there's like a structure there of kind of yeah. support. And there's, there's, you know, like you'll have your boss or there's always somebody else, yeah. like the owner. And then now when you're like, oh, no, there's nobody, you know, who I can, you know, put like give this to and be like, I just can't handle this situation. Yeah. So take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to take yeah. over. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that that you know what I mean. It's few yeah. and far between. But um yeah. that that would be the thing where I think that I just didn't really realize the gravity at first of of, right. of the choice that I like the difference between you always think it'll be so great to work for yourself. Well there is there is, you know, yeah. the drawback. Yeah. Right. And so in terms of support, like you were talking about that, but also supporting like other businesses, mm-hmm. how how do you find the auto community for pieces of support? Yeah, so um, that is one of the aspects of uh, opening Plant Curio that, that did surprise me in a positive way, okay. was that so many local business owners uh, right from the get-go kind of came in, introduced themselves, 
you know, if you ever need any support, that kind of thing. Um, and also just shopping in the store, being like, hey, you just opened, um, you know, I'm going to buy a plant, you know, come on over to my shop anytime. Yeah. And, you know, like other shop owners will offer you a discount, offer you advice, offer you just anything. Um, when I was pregnant, like I didn't mention that I found out I was pregnant three days after I did all that big. <laughs> that jump into like literally three days after I was like huh I feel funny um yeah 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 so so there was that too because I I don't know it's probably different for everybody but I got really emotional like it was really hard to control my like hormones you know and in in retail you really need to have like that 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 game face that that like smile on your face and people are looking at you and if your face is showing something you know <laughs> negative that that's gonna set the vibe in your store course, so yeah. I did find it really challenging to like keep my emotions in check and not like burst into tears just because I felt you know like emotional <laughs> right just like anything like I dropped a pot on the ground again or knocked it over with my stomach oh. and I'm like ah. but um so many people, customers, like just local, the local community and other business owners were so sweet and patient with me, um, you know, often just flying by the seat of my pants, like nothing is priced yet. People are coming in just like the wild west kind of in the shop and uh, everyone is really sweet and just so, so much support. So that would be the thing that I did not expect that everyone would be that nice. That's so, that's so nice to hear. It's nice to see like other business owners like helping out even yeah. your competitor or if you know if they're in the same space. Yeah. So that there's that camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, like everybody's sharing the same struggle of like owning a business. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where unless unless you talk to another kind of business owner or new business owner uh, openly, you're not really going to find out until you take the plunge <laughs> yourself. Or it was just nice in those uh, kind of struggling moments to have someone to go to who already said, like, hey, if you ever need to talk, like, and at first you're like, oh, I'll probably never need to talk. Like, I've got this. And then, you know, like in that, in another moment, you're like, wow, thank goodness they're there for me to reach out to. And that really helped me. Um not crumble. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a lot of local different uh, local vendors in the shop as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, So that was when I first started, that was one of the things that I really wanted to make a point of is having uh, locally made goods because there's so many people in our community that, um, that, you know, are great artists and they make things and I would just so much rather as people are supporting me in the community I'd I'd like to do the same as well yeah and where do you and do you like you where do you find these vendors oh kind of all sorts of different ways so um uh I didn't mention this but I used to um make dresses and I sold them at Victoire um years ago and uh so i you know i'd meet other makers you know just through that and through the community um and when i was selling my stained glass at goods as well i had met some other people um and then when i opened my own shop i reached out to them and just one thing that instagram is so great about (laughs) is just you're scrolling through instagram and if i see something i love and it's local you know there's no harm in reaching out and saying hey i love 
what you do. Do you want to sell your pots at my shop or do you want to do something together? I feel like it's, it's really a, a great platform to just kind of, you don't have to go in all nervous to a business with, you know, like documents in hand and all of your, <laughs> all of your shit together. Let's say when yes. you have Instagram, you can just be like, Hey, like, this is what I'm doing. Do you like it? And, you know, maybe they don't write back. Maybe they, maybe they feel the same way as you, but you can make uh, connections really easily that way. Yeah. Yeah. Social media is really great for that. And I find like the, the engagement and the promotion that happens as well is really quite nice. Yes. So for for you guys, you guys all do you guys do a lot of things in the community that not everyone like I haven't seen this come out of a lot of other businesses where you guys do some more um, like you try new things. You're not afraid to yeah. try new things a lot. Where does that come from for you? Um, once again, I'll just go back to having worked in retail for so long and fantasizing about how I would do it if it were mine. There are some things, and maybe some resonate with people more than others, but there are some things that I always thought, if I have a business, I'm going to do it this way. Right. Um, one of those things is we don't have a phone in the oh, store. Okay. Um, and there's a reason for that. Uh, What's the reason? Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I did kind of look it up and do some research in this, um, and lots of kind of other small businesses in different cities. There's a growing number of businesses that kind of feel the same way. And it's it's not going to work for every store. And some people um, might wonder, like, hey, that's not cool. Like, I just want to pick up the phone and call you. But um, what I'm really trying to cultivate is a really great in-store experience. Okay. So I'm not a huge business. I'm not going to have not focusing on having a big on, you know, like online store presence. Um, dif- you know, there's different things you can focus on. Ours is our the in-store experience. And having worked in retail for so long, especially in small businesses, when mm-hmm. you might be the only person working, you really can't have a great in-store experience when the phone's ringing all the time mm-hmm. and you're on the phone with the customer. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many awkward experiences just working at other businesses I've had where I'm on the phone with someone who has a lot, you know, they have a lot of questions, but then customers are kind of coming in the store and they're thinking like, okay, like, are you going to get off the phone? So either way, you kind of have two parties that aren't happy. (laughs) The person who you're trying to like, they're thinking like, okay, they're not even listening to me, but it's because there's, you know, like a shipment coming in the door, customers in the store. So, um, I do think that people might think that's like an interesting choice, um, but but there are reasons behind it um, with with Instagram and Facebook messaging and email. Um, we can kind of get back to people and there's so many great tools when you're using those that you, you can't talk, but you can send pictures, you can, mm-hmm. you know. And also, you're not um, you're not just stuck to the hours of business that are open as well, right? You know. And how many times have you called a business? But it's really just like you know, if you have a question about this, press one, and you really at the end of it, you might hang up because you didn't, you know. So for for me, that's just kind of maybe it's a quirk, but I I don't love that side of um, the retail interaction. So I've just taken it out. Of the equation. That's actually that's really interesting. You know what? The number of times I've been in the store, I don't think I've never noticed that there hasn't been a phone. But now that you mention it, I'm like, oh yeah, there. Yeah, I've never heard the phone ring. Yeah. Like you can use it for yourself or one of the girls. Yeah. And like 
it's always just so lovely and nice. Yeah. And like, I've definitely have been on the other side of that, being the customer that's in a store and the phone keeps ringing and you're like, I feel like I'm intruding because I yeah. need to get that. Yeah. And like, it's just anxiety music. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I did try it briefly oh, um, at the old shop. Oh, okay. And, and it was exactly as I didn't want, didn't want. <laughs> it was it was me saying like sorry I'll be off in one second and then like people do have a lot of questions about plants and oh goodness, yes. um like even last night somebody wrote me on Instagram and they basically wanted to know just like okay like I don't know anything about plants just tell me everything oh, and wow, so okay, it's yes. it's kind of like well you need to you need to come in and we will give you like an amazing plant consultation we'll t- take the time the phone won't be ringing yes. we'll tell you everything but it's not it's not really the kind of thing that um, I want to be doing uh, over the phone because we can't we can't see we can't you know yeah. yeah oh interesting and what other what other things like did you want to implement in your workshop that now you can um I don't know just you know like relations relations with the staff um, just taking from my experiences right. you know working from a teenager in retail like I want them to always know that with with customers and with their decisions I have their back okay, um, very cool. I always felt like my bosses um, like at JD Adam let's say and another business a small business I worked did have my back and that gave me confidence because sometimes mm. It can be really hard when, you know, someone's mad at you or, you know what I mean? Like you, you just feel, you feel like crap. Even like, even if you're just a part-time employee, it usually really does. Like you'll take it home with you if you've had kind of a rough day trying to keep everyone happy. Um, Yeah. 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 So, you know, yeah, just, just to have their back and um, the floor is always open for, for ideas, Um, you know, like. Hey, what what do you guys think? What do you want to do? Um, how should we do this? That kind of oh, thing. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And is there you know, anything that they said like, that they wanted to see that you guys have implemented? Gosh, you know, probably. <laughs> probably. I think we're at the point where it's like uh, every day it's like, hey, what about this? You know, hey, what about that? And okay, it's cool. like, yeah, yeah, like let's okay, go for it, do it. You know what I mean? Um, like Lexi right now is. Um, kind of my most you know there's there's two staff but um she's been here the longest of me and um ha- we've implemented things or, or I'll mostly just say like you you can feel empowered to make decisions and you know I trust you with that oh, yeah that's so nice. yeah that's what, yeah that's always such a nice feeling especially when you're in a small business when like the owner appreciates you and like you're like really contributing and like you feel very warm yeah and part of that sort of like little family yeah, yeah, and I guess another thing is maybe it's just me and my fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> nature. Um, it's probably like n- not always a good thing, but I don't love like rules that are written in stone either. Like I like to always have like an open conversation about things. Right. So like, and we're always trying new things in the story. You know, yeah. like we're we'll try like. Um, we did a draw for a rare plant and the proceeds go to charity. We'll do, we'll do all sorts of stuff like that. And all I was going to say is just that, like, since we're trying new things all the time, it's not like a company that's like 
there's hasn't been a boardroom meeting to like think about all the pluses and minuses and things that could go wrong. We're just kind of like trying things and hoping that people are, um, you know, patient with us along the way and that we are trying to do good in the community. What was something that you guys have tried that's new that you're like, oh, wow, like we should like do this again or, you know, we saw like a big impact? Um, so I really liked our charity with with the rare plant giveaway um, where the proceeds went to Chio because um, the rare plant game is like everybody wants the plant. And so I was actually kind of finding that like people would get frustrated or mad because they might have said like, hey, like in passing, like I want that plant. And then they see it and they're like, well, I said that I wanted that, but it's like, but there's only one and there's a hundred people that want it. So so like with, with the variegated Monstera, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put it up for charity and everybody can take a stab at it. And, and it felt, I think like it just felt good to, um, to do that. So you post that one and you're like, oh, geez, I need to get in the store. I need to go participate because I want one of those so bad. Yeah. But uh, but still, I think I need to figure out how to care for my current monster (laughs) before I go like super fancy one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of plants now, uh, what's the most asked for plant in the shop? Oh, my gosh. Honestly, so many. Because there's, there's so, like... For a good long time, I would have just, like, not even hesitated and said Monstera. Yeah. But now, um, w- with Instagram and people just having all the, all their favorites, and it, Instagram is such a visual thing, mm-hmm. and if you follow lots of plant accounts, you're constantly seeing one. So <laughs> it's kind of like there's hot, the waves of hot plants kind of, you know, like... Yeah. There, it's always changing. So Hoyas, you know, people people love Hoyas. Um, is that a trend right now for plants? Uh, it's it's like an ongoing okay. and, and gaining kind of, you know, as more people become aware of um, more cultivars, then, you know, they want to kind of get them all because <laughs> like a Hoya, for example, it's a very hardy plant. And yeah. so if you know you can take care of that plant, you're like, oh, great. Well, I've I want them all because I know I can take care of that one or I don't know you just like how that that family looks so yeah peperomia people really like peperomias they're pretty easy to take care of and there's so many different types yeah you got a, you got a bunch of really cool ones like a peacock one yeah yeah yes yeah these look so fun I need more I need more shelf space <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah it's definitely expanded in the past few years and then you've been bringing a lot of snake plants as well that have been like oh yes very trendy snake plants. Well, it's just like a it's a staple. It's a, it's one that everyone can love because it's so easy to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, comparatively to yes. some of the other plants. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. What would be so if you had if you had to name like a couple few plants <laughs> that were like your all time favorite? I'm like my top twenty. <laughs> I love the top 20s one. But yeah, like if there was like a few, they're like these, if I could save these ones, what would they be? Like for myself? Yeah. Oh boy. I know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. So um, another one that is a favorite that people love are uh, Calathea. Oh, and yeah. there's so many different kinds and the foliage is so beautiful. Yes. Um, and they're non-toxic to, you know, cats and dogs and uh, baby biting children so um so that's a popular one um it's not the it's not the easiest to take care of but it's it's still one that's worth um learning about so uh that would be one that I love 
Um, I do love the different types of monstera. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> can't, can't not include those ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like kind of thinking what's in my house. I think the the plant that I have the most in my house that I, you just start to see, even if you don't know it's your favorite, you're like, hey, actually, I just turned around and my house is full of these. Yeah. All different philodendrons and pothos. Um, because taking care of the plants at the shop is my top priority. Because <laughs> yes. my house plants at home sometimes take a back seat. Right. Where I'm like, okay, I just took care of plants all day. Everybody at home might have to wait. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so philodendron and pothos uh, are very neglect forgiving, but they're really cool too. People love them, and you know, filling up your house with it doesn't have to be just like a golden pothos. Like today, um, I just posted a neon pothos, Ooh. and so when you start getting all the different colors and textures and like your whole grouping of plants. It's nice to have, you know, something something brighter, something purple, something pink. What was the one that you guys had? The pink princess. Yes. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait for mine to actually be like bigger. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. And there's some giant varieties too. Like I don't oh, know if no. you've ever seen me post about, but. We kind of have a shop mascot, which is, is uh, it's, um, yeah, we, we call him Wilson. Wilson, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> Philodendron Wilsonii um, is one of the names. I've seen it under uh, different names as well, but Wilson just stuck for us. So that that's a mascot, and it's just a massive Philodendron that is, he's just great. He's really easy. And you've had him for a while, though. Um, that's, this is Wilson 4.0 that's in the oh, shop. okay. I was yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, it, it keeps uh, getting bought and we keep, um, replacing, <laughs> replacing it. Yeah. Cause we, we miss him when he's not there. Does he have like a special spot in the shop? Um, we do, we do, um, move him around cause it's so big that the, like the kind of wingspan of this <laughs> plant, just the canopy is, uh, at points, it's probably almost five feet across. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't just put it anywhere. But I did comically have one on my desk in the tiny shop before, and it was just, like, over my head, and I'd have to dive under it to go to the little back room. That's weird. Yeah, very much like Alice in Wonderland, just, like, having these giant plants yeah. <laughs> in the new spot. How do you find the, the new shop compared to the old spot? Oh, man, that was a hard decision to nice. move. I did love that little spot. And I just felt so comfortable there. And that's why I took the plunge because I just yeah. saw it. And, you know, sometimes you see something and it's a perfect little, um, like, manageable size. Yeah. But the drawbacks were, you know, there were several stairs and um, oh, we yeah. couldn't be accessible in that in that spot. And right. that made me feel really bad. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's just the way that the the little stoop and the inset door was I had um, contacted people to see if there was anything we could do it it just like wasn't really feasible so that and then when we had 10 people in the store that was packed and too many and I'd often be sitting there you know and see people just look and see that we like the store was completely full uh, yeah. e- even four people you're kind of like, excuse me, pardon me. And like, oh, shipping day. <laughs> yeah, so um, that I, I would feel bad when that yeah. happened. And, uh, you know, you never want to see people looking in and keep, they want to come in, but they have to keep walking. So ultimately, right. um, I did 
decide that um, we needed a bigger spot. And so the difference is that there's more space. <laughs> yeah, and we do have, um, like, it's a brand new building, as I was mentioning to you earlier. And so um, they do have an accessible, um, they built that right in when they built made the building. So there's a side door um, that comes from the sidewalk. And uh, so that's nice. More space. Always a treat. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's, I felt comfortable because it was so close, you know, within reason to the other the other store like I could still walk so um so yeah it's it's a lot of the same people still and some new, new people as well customers yeah yeah and there's more I find like there's more parking on that area kind of honestly I don't drive so um to me it seems pretty similar yeah, because it's maybe there's more side street action that you can get a little parking spot um, I think so yeah just like in the general area yeah we actually had a uh, counselor, Catherine McKinney, helped oh, me out. Her, yeah, yeah uh, she was a regular customer um, at Aww. both at both locations, and had at one point. Remember, I was telling you like people had come in and like reached out and be like, "If you ever need anything," um, so she had said like, "Oh, you know, if you ever have any, you know, thing you want to ask me about or any kind of roadblocks in your way, like just reach out to me." And oh, I literally awesome. have never had that. Um, that type of relationship with like a local <laughs> counselor where I actually felt like if I wrote them, they would listen to me yeah. or it would be actually them who's reading it and getting back to you. So when, uh, when we got the new shop, the, um, the spot in front of the store was like no parking, no stopping um, because the spot used to be a driveway where oh. our building was. Right. And okay. yeah. And I had called city hall and I had said like, you know, we're not, this isn't a driveway anymore. There's a depressed curb here, but that's because it used to be a driveway. Um, is there something that we can do? And they did come and look, but they just like pretty much shut me down. They're like, no, it's a depressed curb. So there's a driveway. And I'm like, but you can see that there's not. <laughs> and it was really weird. I was just like, but, and they're just like, sorry, like no can do kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. And uh, so I, I had mentioned this to um Catherine McKinney and um right away like honestly like that um she got someone to come down and they had a meeting about it and oh. basically it was just like come on like this isn't you know what this is anymore what can we do yeah and so she negotiated for me to get it changed to our like a loading zone oh, so they perfect. actually came and they put the two things that are like loading zone in this spot because people were getting $150 tickets because they'd look at oh it, they would look at it and it did actually further down say no stopping, but it was kind of so far that oh. you're on a, like, you're like, why? Like it's, so people were, even. I think people are just thinking like, I'll just risk it and stop to get my plant for a second. Yeah. And absolutely. they were getting $150 tickets. So I, of course, was absolutely mortified because someone coming in, you you want them to, you know, like spend $150 on plants Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and they're not going to want to if they're getting that and like getting into it with the parking person. Oh my goodness. That's so stressful. It was. Um, but it's all taken care of Yay. Um, because of like the just uh, reach out in the community. So that was like really helpful because it would have been just a hard no with yeah. the avenue that was available to me with like going through the steps. Um, that's, that is crazy, though. Oh, I feel so bad for the people. That's brutal. <laughs> yes, I, I was like, oh, my God. 
every time. And then it also got really awkward because people in parking just kind of, it gets, you know, awkward. Some people are like, yeah, whatever. I'm just stopping here for a minute and they don't care. But I felt like I had to, like, we would go out on the deck and, um, warn people like hey if you if you stop there like and I wouldn't even know if they were going to come into my business or not but I was like if they do and they get this ticket they're going to leave feeling pissed oh of course, um, yeah and you know whether it's direct it, that was their experience at my store so I'd go out and say like I'm sorry um this isn't a spot and some people would be like mad that I like leave me alone kind of thing I'm not no. I, I don't have anything to do with you and I'm like okay just telling you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all done with now. Which is oh, cool. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And so for the new space, you also have like a workshop area at the back? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was one thing where in the smaller space, I kind of was like, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of a project space. It's not okay. really, you know, there's no hard rule. Like we have, um, we have a planting station there. Oh. And a plastic pot recycling station. Um, So, yeah, we have that. So you can pot up your plant if you want to, or we can pot it up for you. And there's kind of like all the different soils and, you know, like perlite and all the different things that you might want. Mm -hmm. And then there is a little table there. And really, that's for like, we have used it for workshops. um, But we also just use it as a space that we can go and like, as a, you know, just segue over there with a customer and, you know, put, put their items down and like, look at everything and like what plants are going into what pots and like, can we, you know, put this together right here? Or sometimes someone's just waiting for a friend and we have plant care books and they'll just sit down, you know? So it's just a multi-use kind of spot that we want people to feel comfortable to, you know, like go back there and do what they need to do. Oh, that's really nice. And so, speaking of the recycling program, you guys do a lot of stuff that sort of touches on the environmental side of things. Yeah, we try to. Like, I think that there's no way of getting around that in retail. There, there, there's going to be a carbon footprint there. Yeah. Um, and we are just trying to do what we can, like, when we have an idea, like, hey, we don't need to waste something. Let's try to reuse it or recycle it wherever we can so the plastic pot thing was just I could never you know like wholesalers sell them you might find them at the garden center people need them but I could never bring myself to order them to sell because every single plant comes in one yeah so you're you're taking home you know 10 plant 10 little plants in 10 little pots tossing them in the recycling and then a couple months later being like oh I actually need the next size up and I want it, where can I buy these? So um, that's where the recycling station um, kind of, that's where that idea came from. Yeah, just, I don't want anybody having to buy them if I can avoid it. We don't always have every size, right? but you can just freely take them. Just like, please take them because they would, <laughs> they would go, you know, they wouldn't, like, people would have to go buy other ones. But there's these ones right here. Yeah, it's probably what people, the same frustration that people feel with um, plastic bags too, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like everyone's taking these plastic bags, not everyone, because some people have started to use cloth, cloth bags, but many 
plastic bags are just going out into the world and it's like when will the madness end (laughs) you know what I mean like like how many plastic bags do we need um so it's just one of those things where it's like you see something that could be improved on so we're just trying to make use of those instead of wasting them no it makes sense and is it is it really popular um I would say it's me it's it's like, people do make use of it. It's okay, not awesome. like a, you know, like, people aren't rushing to come and get them, but people do bring them okay, and awesome. are really happy when they're like, oh, they, the intended thing that I wanted was that when someone would come in and ask, do we have any to sell, I can just say, there, there is some for free that you can just take. And then awesome, yeah, when, nice instead of throwing them out next time, you can just bring them back as, you know, but you don't have to. Right. Like, you know, it's not like a one for one thing, which people ask, like, like, do you have to like bring one to take one? It's like, no, you can just take like 50 of them if you want. Please take them. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them and please take them. Yeah. 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 As long as you're recycling. And same with, you know, we really encourage people to use um, uh, reusable bags or reusable packaging. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't have to, but like, we should, you know, and it's really awesome if you do. And so, um, you know, we have a little stamp card and when people do, when people do, you know, it's like, oh, let me round up and add an extra stamp on there or something. But, you know, I try to stay away from like, you need a reward to be able to recycle. It's just like, we have the recycling program. Let's, let's all try to do this. And I saw for Black Friday, you guys did Green Friday. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was something that I had just kind of noticed was trending. Even I think I noticed it like in a previous Black Friday. And I, I myself had always been like, what the heck is this? Like, I've worked in retail for so long and I'm like, what is this? I still don't understand Black yeah. Friday. And it's like a sale. I don't get it. Yeah. And, you know, like there's already all the other holidays where it's like, okay, like, let's get really excited. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just thought like, you know, what a great opportunity to, to turn it around and just like redirect it to like, once again, retail, like it, it does have a carbon footprint and it it is like using things like bags and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Um, so it's just an opportunity to say, like, I don't really remember now what my promotion was. Like, yeah, if you brought a if you brought a reusable bag, then you got a discount. I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah. But you know, like, just stuff like that to to redirect it and like that incentive to yeah to be more green, just in small little ways when you can, you know. Did you notice, like, did you notice a lot of people participating in that way? Yeah, like, we do have definitely Instagram followers that, that check our, that check our Instagram, so lots of people kind of knew about it. (laughs) Lots of people knew about it, which was great, and, um, and it was just fun to just kind of see the participation and save all those bags. Yeah, I wonder, I, I haven't looked at the stats, but I wonder how much of a carbon footprint the like house plant industry as a whole actually has. Like, I can imagine it would be quite exorbitant with like the, the greenhouses and everything, especially the tropical pieces. Yeah, like in in oh my gosh, in every type of retail, like in every product, there is just like yes. Um the the thing that I like to um c- console myself <laughs> with or just like 
you know, a, a positive side is that it's putting more plants, you know, it, it's just putting more plants. So plants are getting cut down here, there and everywhere. And, um, you know, as long as like it's, I, I would try to, you know, maybe get from growers that, you know, not in every case, but get from growers that are like within a reasonable distance. And so when, so, so when you can, you know, um, when you can like buy, buy local. Yeah. Okay. And for, for people here in the community, what are some things that they can do uh, to I guess, support local, but mm-hmm. also to be mindful of their like own carbon footprint when it comes to, you know, like supporting hobbies such as like keeping house plants? Yeah. So, you know, keeping house plants, I like, I do like to think that that is like, you can't do bad when you're putting more plants in the world. Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as long as you're just the same with, you know, any kind of hobby, like just like a random hobby that popped into my mind is like um, the resurgence of photography. Like, you know, there's so many chemicals, there's like all these, you know, like in actual physical uh, photography. So like, Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, making pottery, like any, any anything that you do, yeah, you're probably going to be using something and there's going to be like a carbon footprint. But, yeah. you know, like comparatively, like as long as you can kind of find ways within that to kind of like curb, curb your, you know, waste, right. then, then I think that, you know, these hobbies are really great. And they're great just, you know, for our, like, personal development and, like, plants for me, I find very just therapeutic. So same with, you know, someone with their pottery or um, I just thought of something else, which was I used to make stained glass. And I actually did stop that hobby because for me it was too, there's too many chemicals and, like, your it's like leaded glass and I was like you know I don't really need to be going in like buying piles of lead and working with lead and like using all these like things so that was actually one hobby that I quit because like for me personally I just was like I just can't you know find a way to feel good about this so quit that yeah 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 but you know just find a way like um reuse your pots reuse your bags like reuse materials instead of throwing them out you know and that can be applied to whatever kind of hobby or thing that you're into right yeah well that's yeah that's that is really good advice and then for for people who are looking to buy buy local are there is there anything else that they could be doing in their daily lives that you think would make a bigger impact um i think that buying just the act of buying local is environmental because you you're you know you're not getting some every single thing you know delivered to your house which is in a car which is yes. you know just like all all the things and the conveniences that we're used to just going to just you know like going down the street to your your <laughs> local shop um it really it supports like the community and it does have you know like how, how much i don't I don't, you know, I don't have any numbers, of course, but it just makes sense to me that, you know, the shorter distances that you're going and the more you're reusing, it helps. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, I think there's, every year around Christmas time, there's always those stats that come out about supporting small businesses does X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't have tons of 
free time um, as, as a business owner and, and like a relatively new mom. But one of the things that I love to do on my days off is go to one of the businesses that like their owners come to my store oh, and I'm nice. like, oh yes. So like bread by us, they, oh. they're in, they're in the shop. I'm going to go, you know, get some bread there. And that's how I'm like, where am I going to go get my this today? And then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to this local business that has supported me in the past. Not just because they've supported me in the past, but because like, because I just know of them in the community because of that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I might not have known about them all until I, like, met them in person. Totally. So just paying for Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for the people who would like to come to Plant and Curio, where can they find you both physically and online? Uh, physically, we are at 173 Preston Street. Um, and online, uh, you know, Instagram is all, that's kind of our our go-to just because it's so easy with pictures and everything and with plants it's, it's just kind of all about the the visual there so Absolutely. yeah um plant curio and you know on facebook and email <laughs> so, so reach out on instagram yeah 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 i'm like what's that thing called again oh email playing curio at gmail.com yeah perfect well thank you so much for coming on the show today i really appreciate it Thank you so much for having me, Marley. Thanks everyone for listening. If you know someone we should have on the show or if there are topics you want us to cover, send us a DM, send us an email. You know the drill. Stay tuned for our next episode.